Okay. All right. So we are back. We got a lot to cover on the last day of 2023. All right. So let's get into it. Our talk radio live in 4K. The fact is we're probably heading into a great depression, something I've never said before publicly. I'm saying it in your state. I hate to I hate to say that this is the state I have to say it. But, you know, I don't believe I've ever said that before. It's a hell of a statement to make and I hate to make it. The only question is whether or not it'll be during the remaining months of the Biden administration. If it's going to happen, let it happen then. If it's going to happen, let it be during, Joe, and we'll come in and we'll straighten this sucker out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he'll, uh, he'll straighten it out, right? He'll straighten it out. Never mind that, you know, Trump is down with Israel. Yeah, yeah. What can I say, man? What could I say? People are still going to believe what they want to believe about uh, Trump. Trump sounds the alarm. Depression like 1929 looms if I don't win. Former President Donald Trump has warned that the Great Depression is likely to hit America if he does not win the 2024 presidential election. In my opinion, my humble opinion, it's already on the horizon. Trump, who gave an interview to Breitbart News this week, revealed that recent stock market gains are happening because the polls show him leading Democrat President Joe Biden significantly and that people are betting on a Trump victory in November. I think if I don't win, we're going to have a depression like 1929, Trump said. I think the reason the stock market is up is because if you look at the polls, people say, I'm going to win. Biden is getting lucky in that regard. I had a phenomenal stock, phenomenal stock market. Everything was good about our economy. We had no inflation. Breitbart reports Trump is correct that the stock market is booming right now, according to CNBC on Friday, the last trading day of 2023. The market closed out the year by climbing for the ninth straight, re- straight week, ending the month, quarter, and year with gains. Stocks fell slightly on Friday, but the S&P 500 closed out 2023 with a surprising gain of 24%. As inflation slowed, the economy remained strong, and the Federal Reserve signaled an end to its rate-hiking campaign. CNBC Samantha Subin wrote, continuing, <clears throat> The S&P 500 rose for nine straight weeks at the end Nice to reach the end of the year, its best win streak since 2004. Big tech stocks lifted the NASDAQ compromised to its best year since 2020 on AI enthusiasm. The broad index fell 0.28 to settle at 4,769.83 with a 24.2% gain for the year. The S&P 500 ends 2023 just short of a new all-time high 
At one point on Friday, it climbed within nine points or less than 0.2% from its record close of 4,796.56 attained in January 2022. Trump told Breitbart News that while inflation has cooled somewhat in recent months, he thinks that it has done so because the broader because the broader economy is in trouble and that the jobs numbers are fake because he said millions of people are sitting on the sidelines not even looking for jobs the inflation has eaten up any gains trump said the inflation is so rampant inflation has calmed down a little bit now but that's because the economy is not good the job numbers are fake because millions of people are not looking for jobs trump's comment came under under a section of the interview with breitbart news Asked him why he thinks many in the establishment media are aggressively attacking him as an authoritarian, with some even going as far as to ludicrously compare him to German dictator Adolf Hitler. Asked why he thinks they are doing that, Trump said it's because they have nothing to they have nothing else. They have nothing else to campaign on, Trump said of the Democrats pushing the authoritarian claims in the media. The country is a disaster, inflation has eaten up everything. There's a new narrative. I'm telling you the reason the stock market is up only because people think I'm going to win the election. That's coming up big right now. They're saying the stock market is up because people think I'm going to win the election. That's that's happening by a lot. Since the interview with, the Breitbart, with Breitbart News, Trump has pushed a similar message predicting a Great Depression if he does not win in November 2024 on True Social to his millions of followers. Recent polling from Morning Consult showed a majority of American voters, 50% view Trump as the most trusted candidate between him and Biden to handle the economy. Biden clocks in just as 32%, 18 points worse than Trump. I don't know, man. Um, I don't think that the new world order is going to allow Trump to win. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't think that's going to be possible. Okay, because Trump may not make it. Okay. They already have uh, Matt Gates saying the mainstream media has green-lighted the unaliving of Trump. Okay. It was not, you know, mainstream media it's the world elite and i really want don't want nothing to happen to him i mean once and people will look at me crazy when i talk about the illuminati cards that have basically shown the blueprint of the new world order and there's one card that says enough is enough all right I don't know what to tell you, man, because that's the card that says a president is going to uh, get deleted. All right. And that president's face on it is Trump. Okay. And I, like I said, I don't want that to happen. Anything to happen to him because if something happens to him, this country, with the, so many MAGA supporters and far right that are for Trump, they will lose their mind. They will literally lose their 
ever white supremacist mind. Okay. But let's get into what the New World Order is talking about. Let's see how they're um, losing the war on truth. I'll tell you this. They may lose the war on truth, but they won't lose the the war on resources. Let's talk about that. One second here. When historians look back on 2023, it will be remembered as the year that people began waking up and the globalist elite began losing their grip on power. In 2023, so-called conspiracy theorists were vindicated on an extraordinary number of fronts and mainstream media and fact checkers had to sit down and shut up. So momentous were the revelations in 2023 that people who have been brainwashed by the mainstream media their entire lives are now beginning to wake up and ask questions. As we take a moment to reflect on the momentous year that has been, an expression immediately comes to mind. Revelation of the method. Originating from ancient Rosicrucian texts, this concept explains why the elite expose the masses to dark realities, often in a veiled and underhanded manner. One of the things that I learned from whistleblowers from the cabal itself is that they have to work within something they call the rules. And this is very, very important. So I really want to make sure that this gets into the film. The rules are a body of spiritual principles that they must follow in order to be allowed to exist. Now, what do I mean by allowed to exist? I mean that they are aware that there are benevolent forces that will prevent them from achieving their goals unless we give them permission to enslave us. Now think about that. Well, I didn't give them permission. So why did they put this plan for three world wars on display in a book that's hanging there open behind glass in the British Museum Library of London? And those three world wars that they're outlining are exactly World War I, World War II, and the war on terrorism. Because the rules state that they have to tell us what they're doing. Therefore, if we allow it to happen, We have consented to tyranny. We have consented to enslavement. There is just one problem for the global elite and their occult rituals. We, the people, are waking up and we're not consenting to their dark satanic agenda anymore. In his book, Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, Michael Hoffman explained why the elite like to rub our faces in it. The alchemical principle of the revelation of the method has, as its chief component, a clown-like grip mockery of the victims as a show of power and macabre arrogance. When this is performed in a veiled manner, accompanied by certain occult signs and symbolic words, and elicits no meaningful response of oppositions or resistance from the targets, it is one of the most efficacious techniques of psychological warfare and mind rape. Countless events of 2023 fit perfectly into the concept of revelation of the method. Take the Obama's Netflix movie, for example. A more obvious example of predictive programming by the occult elites you are never likely to find. And yet many people, caught up in their busy lives and completely brainwashed by mainstream media, still fail to grasp what's actually going on. This is exactly what the elite wants. The people's voice is about exposing what's really happening behind the scenes. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, please consider joining us on our mission to help awaken the masses. We can't the world. The secrecy put upon them is hard to deal with. All of this results in great trauma. Why then would a society push pedophilia down our throats, bit by bit, step by step, normalizing it so that we grow to the idea instead of reject it? 
Why create a society of traumatized people? Why are pedophile logos used in children cartoons, Disney movies, candy and ice cream, child protection centers, adoption agencies, in business and in politics? Meet Sheila Jackson Lee, member of the House of Representatives, proudly wearing her young boy lover ring. What is going on here? Let's follow a lead. Check this out. This still image appears in a video clip of a band called Sex Stains. And this is where it gets interesting. They played at Comet Ping Pong, a restaurant in Washington, D.C. Best known for its pizzas, ping pong tables in the basement, high profile clients such as Hillary Clinton and the Obamas, and a conspiracy theory called Pizzagate. More about which in a bit. Well, we also got to understand is also that the Republicans are just as bad. It's both sides. And you also got to worry about Trump because Trump also had uh, friendship relations with John Casablancas when he had his, uh, well, John Casablancas had his uh, modeling agency sleeping with underage models. Okay. You got to look into that. That report was prepared by Janet Ozabad, who passed away in December. She recently stated that she wasn't suicidal and that she had much more work to do in exposing the elites. Unfortunately, exposing the globalist elites is a dangerous vocation and it's getting more dangerous by the day. In 2023, the global elite became increasingly desperate, silencing whistleblowers and journalists like Ozabad, who were working against their agenda. It's little wonder because in 2023, their narrative began falling apart at the seams. Pizzagate. Despite the mainstream media claiming that Pizzagate is nothing but a debunked conspiracy theory, numerous mainstream journalists and fact checkers connected to elite pedophiles have been arrested in recent times for the very crime they supposedly debunked. In November, a mainstream journalist and close friend of John Podesta, who bragged about debunking Pizzagate, was arrested on a slew of sickening child sex charges. Slade Soma, editor-in-chief at The Recount and friend of former Hillary Clinton campaign chair John Podesta, was arrested for raping multiple toddlers and babies. But Soma was not the first mainstream journalist arrested on child sex charges after previously boasting about debunking Pizzagate. James Gordon Meek, a 10-year veteran reporter at ABC News, who also bragged about debunking Pizzagate, is facing life in prison after being convicted of a sickening array of child sex crimes. CNN producer John Griffin, who produced numerous segments debunking Pizzagate for Chris Cuomo's show, was sentenced to 19 years in prison in June for a slew of sickening child sex crimes in Vermont. But it's not just the reporters and producers, it's the executives too. The newspaper that led the way in covering up the Pizzagate scandal was run by the man who also helped protect notorious UK paedophile Jimmy Savile. Mark Thompson, who was the New York Times CEO at the time, was previously Director General at the BBC, at the time the UK's most prolific paedophile Jimmy Savile raped hundreds of children and murdered countless others while working for the BBC. Those who don't know who Jimmy Savile is, it was this, he's a person that works in British entertainment that has abused kids. Numerous allegations uh, against him, and he's also a close friend of Russell Brand. Yeah, there's that. Okay. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about Zelensky now. And 
how he wants uh, let's see 45,000 to 500,000 more people to put in the meat grinder of Ukraine and you'll never guess what type of people he's going also going to be getting to fight his war let's get into that щодо захисту нашої держави і потенційних контрнаступальних дій, щодо дефіциту, і їх погляд був на ставці, що вони запропонували мобілізувати додаткових 450-500 тисяч людей. Це дуже серйозна цифра. Я сказав, що мені потрібно більше аргументів для того, щоб підтримувати. Україна конскриптує людей з даунсерами для фронт-лінів. Yep, Down syndrome. You want mentally challenged people to fight your war. Ukraine is not constricting people with Down syndrome for the front lines as Zelensky runs out of able-bodied recruits for the meat-grinding war. A shocking new video reveals a mentally disabled man on the front lines of the Ukrainian war being mocked by other soldiers. The clip was posted on X showing the man sitting down in a trench holding what looks like a stick. Another soldier filming him states, take a look at what, what they sent us. I'll show you how it all went down. Oh no, there we go. Oh no, there we go. Oh no, there we go. Oh, what am I? I'm sorry. Where is the automat? They didn't give me anything. Чуєш? А то як його? Москалів їбачить будеш? Москалів? Ох, а вихід! Вихід, блядь! That is messed up, man. That is... That is so messed up to pull a prank like that on a mentally disabled person. This is Zelensky. Instead of calling for a ceasefire, instead of listening to Vladimir Putin, you know, have a ceasefire, you want to just keep sending more people to the meat grinder. And he's also trying to lower the uh, the age of conscripting into the military and he's even trying this is a delusional idea he thinks ukrainians who have escaped ukraine are going to come back to ukraine and fight his war he is crazy millions of ukrainians are dead ukraine is not a livable country anymore 
What are you doing? They're free. They're not going to come back there. At all. The military there is horrible. All right. You've had people, military soldiers suffering from tuberculosis in that freezing cold, hypothermia. Medical supplies were given to them by the U.S. The Ukrainian generals take that those medical supplies and sell them on the black market. Weapons sold to Ukraine, they don't know how to use it, so they sell it on the black market. So now you're going to have terrorist cells all over the world having U.S.-grade weapons. People have also said, news reports have said that this is basically a whole logistics trial to see how weapons move across the globe in a short amount of time. How they could get to one area to another. That is sick. Sad to say you have people still defending Ukraine, thinking that Ukraine is innocent, you know, never mind that it's the most corrupt country in the world, one of the most corrupt countries. They're into child trafficking. Okay. Prince Andrew, due to the corrupt government of Ukraine, he was able to get his hands on two kids and did horrible things to them. In a Kiev restaurant, a restaurant in Kiev. Why are people trying to trying to still speak to speak about defending Ukraine again? Neo-Nazi Ukraine, a haven for neo-Nazis. You have Azov Battalion that is mostly majority neo-Nazi. Go on Telegram and you're going to see all the information I'm talking about. Swatchkas on walls. Swatchka on the Ukrainian flag. People who laugh about it and think I'm lying, they know the truth. They know the truth. But let's go, since we're talking about another tyrannical government, let's talk about another tyrannical government. The government of Israel. And what they have said. Okay. What they want to do to Gaza. Weeks now, Palestinians and their allies have been getting gaslit by Zionists and their supporters about, you know, this not being a quote unquote genocide. But then you have a guy by the name of David Azule. I don't really care if I'm mispronouncing that. He is the Metula council head. Metula is a town in the north of Israel. Its border is Lebanon. This man literally went on the record to say that instead of having Palestinians flee south, we should have just shipped them off to Lebanon, throw the terrorists into refugee camps in Lebanon, and then leveled Gaza. Make it look like Auschwitz. And then you have people saying, never again, never again. This is a second Holocaust. The man literally wants to repeat the actions of Nazis, but to the Palestinians. So I'm just a little curious. The people who are, you know, so anti-Jewish hate and they're against anti-Semitism. Okay, cool. 
Where the hell are you? What do you have to say about this council head saying that he wants to turn Gaza into Auschwitz? Have you admitted to yourselves that you're just racist against Palestinians? You Basically, and according to their Talmud, they can do that because non-Jews are animals. That's what it is. That's basically what it is. And the mainstream media, which is controlled by the small hats, will will be right on board with it. Ben Shapiro, right on board. Ben Shapiro uh, is very evil. Okay, him and Charlie Kirk have been brain have been basically feeding white supremacy to the masses who are Republican and Republican is, you know, made up of, you know, not all of them are racist, but you have a lot that are that he fills them up with pride saying America's not racist anymore. But let them let something happen to a Jew and you'll see him lose his lose his mind. Okay, you already see him lose his mind when Candace Owens told the truth. And I'm not a fan of Candace Owens due to uh, social autopsy and Blexit and other types of foolishness she has said. You know, Hitler was a good guy. He said we moved his business model out of Germany. That was the issue. And a whole bunch of stuff she has said, especially with, you know, when it came to COVID, a lot of stuff. But when it came to this, yeah, yeah. She was right to open her mouth. Fortunately, it wasn't a wise decision financially. All right. But the truth was said nonetheless. Sad to say that many people are blind when it comes to this situation. They're very much blind. Okay. People thinking that uh, this, this is something that stems from October 7th. All right. If people actually read the history books, that they would find out this has been something that's been going on for 70 years. Genocide of the Palestinians for 70 years. And I'm not really on the Palestinian side. I'm not because they're also racist against blacks. I'm just uh, giving the commentary here, current events, because Netanyahu wants to send these Palestinians over to Western countries, including the United States. Okay. And we have to understand also that Palestinians are Arabs and Arabs do not like black people. No, they do not. They do not like black people. All right. They call black people Adim, slave. They started the Arab slave trade. Muhammad bought and owned slaves. And this is what I don't stand. I don't understand with uh, with blacks joining up with Palestinians. Okay, I don't. That's the one thing I never understood. All right, so let's get into the uh, COVID. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how they're bringing back the masks.
That is sure to raise some eyebrows across the country. L.A. County is reinstating a mask mandate for staff and visitors at all licensed health care facilities. The move comes on the heels of what the Department of Health says is a rise in both cases and hospitalizations from COVID-19. Since last week, the reported daily average of COVID cases in the county has jumped more than 25%, but officials are quick to add the numbers are far below last winter's peak. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more great ABC7 content by clicking the subscribe button for our YouTube. Okay. So, um, it's back, people. It's back. And it will soon be in many U.S. cities going to probably bring back mass mandates. U.S. healthcare facilities reinstated mass mandates. Health officials will use any excuse to bring back the oppressive and ineffective COVID mandates. Hospitals are reinstating face mask candidates in California, Illinois, New York, Massachusetts, and other states, citing the mild JN-1 COVID variant that is becoming more becoming the dominant strain spreading throughout the country. Los Angeles, the mask mandate for patients, healthcare workers, and visitors started on December 30th. Infowars reports the mask mandates apply to healthcare workers and staff, but patients are also strongly encouraged to wear masks. Liberals in LA County are over the moon about the return of ineffective masking. Here's what a, uh, a tweet came from Jacqueline Beltran for Congress. We did it. Mask requirements are back in healthcare settings in LA County as of today, December 29th. Thank you to everyone who has tirelessly working on protecting our community for months. You made this happen. Yeah, you made this happen. All right. <sighs> you're not thinking about the, the damage that's going to be long term. That's what they're not thinking about. All right. At the coalition visited the Lapic Health this morning and we're told the great news in person that mass requirements have returned to the healthcare immediately. They thanked us for our advocacy and said they look forward to working with us in the new year. Clowns, clowns, clowns. Hey guys, great news. After all the work we've done, mask requirements are back in healthcare settings in LA County. So thank you delivering this letter to Dr. Ferrer and thanks for doing this. This is important for the immunocompromised, for everyone who is vulnerable to SARS-2, which is everyone. So thank you so much. We did this. We yeah, yeah, you did this. You did this. University of Pittsburgh Medical Center reinstated mass mandates across 40 hospitals last Friday. Nope. Okay. UPMC hospitals, which operate 40 hospitals across multiple states in the U.S., has issued an urgent mandatory mask alert for all their hospitals as the novel, more severe JN1 COVID virus starts to surge to show more. UMass Memorial Medical Center, the largest healthcare provider in central Massachusetts, re-implemented mass mandates effective January 2nd. These changes are expected to remain in effect for approximately one month, at which they will be re-evaluated based on current trends. The health and well-being of our patients, visitors, and employees is our top priority, Dr. Andrew Carson, president of UMass Memorial Medical Group, said in a statement. Kaiser Permanent has also imposed mass mandates for healthcare staff, in Washington, 
Kaiser permanently introduces mass mandates for staff in Washington. So the nightmare comes back. Yep, the nightmare comes back. Okay. You know, more nonsense, more nonsense that is coming. But we're going to go back to uh, to Israel and the audacity. Okay. First, I will show you what's going on with, uh, let's come up with them. And I don't know who's worse when it comes to just the audacity of asking for things. All right. Who's who is worse, Ukraine or Israel? Ukraine constantly begging for money that they're losing the war and refuse to concede to Putin. Or Israel, who is just slaughtering journalists. All right. And doesn't give a damn about the Gaza people. And then wants to admit to something and then want to ask for more weapons. Which one is worse? You tell me. Okay. You guys remember the music festival that apparently Hamas fired people and killed innocent civilians at? Yeah, Israel admitted it was them. It's giving very much, mm, my bad. The pilots literally said they could not distinguish, it was difficult to distinguish the occupied outpost settlements, who was a terrorist and who was a civilian or who was a soldier. When I tell you Zionists do not care about human life, that includes their own people. They literally blamed Hamas for destroying killings and all of these things when they don't even have the resources to do it. They barely have water or electricity. At what point are they going to be held accountable? They have slaughtered 10,000 people and 4,000 of those being children in search for getting Hamas. Let it also be known that Israel government created Hamas. Yeah. Okay. That's literally like saying that there's a shooter in the school and you need to bomb the whole school just to get him. Facts. Facts. She's right. Facts. But this is worse, though, because the, the audacity of these psychopaths. And this is what they're asking for. All right. Israel pressures U.S. for more Apache helicopters, even while owning up to the mass, mass civilian casualty airstrikes. Already the bulk of Israel's military arsenal is courtesy of the U.S. and the American taxpayer following decades of foreign and defense aid. And Israel is far and away the top recipient over the many years, as well as weapons and ammo urgently rushed to Tel Aviv in the wake of the October 7th Hamas terrorist, terrorist attacks. But Israel officials have been urging their American counterparts to send additional AH-64 Apache, Apache attack helicopters, which some Israeli media reports say have already been denied. Apaches have been heavily relied on air power and to disrupt Hamas 
ground operations throughout the conflict, equipped with heavy chain guns and hellfire missiles. Israel's defense minister has formally made the request, but as Ynet, Ynet reports, the IDF has requested Apache attack helicopters from the United States, but has been denied so far. The request was made to the Pentagon in recent weeks and was also raised by Defense Minister Gav Gallant during his meetings with U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin during his visit to Israel last week. The report says aiding security sources suggesting that a final decision on the potential acquisition has not been made. And it, Jerusalem is continuing to apply pressure. Israel's current two squadrons of the Boeing-made Apaches have seen heavy use, as Ynet explains. These squadrons have been conducting round-the-clock operations in Gaza since the beginning of the war. Israel's total number of Apaches in its arsenal are typically listed at 48. While the White House has long said its defense aid to Israel will remain unconditional, international pressure has mounted due to the unprecedented civilian death toll. Gaza's health minister ministry has cited a death toll of more than 21,000 killed over the past nearly three months of conflict. Israel's military has of late even admitted to conducting mass casual strikes against civilian camps, killing dozens of innocents, the New York Times documented in their Thursday report. Israel military said on Thursday that it has caused unintended harm to uninvolved, uninvolved civilians in two strikes this week on a densely packed Gaza Strip neighborhood where the local health authorities said dozens were killed. It was a rare admission of fault by the military over its conduct of war. The military said it was targeting Hamas on Sunday when it launched two airstrikes on the Gaza Central, on the central Gaza community of Al-Maghazi, which has been flooded with Palestinians uprooted by war and cramped into homes by the dozen. The IDF statement said a preliminary investigation revealed Additional buildings located near targets has also hit were also hit during strikes, which likely caused unintended harm to additional uninvolved civilians. It added, the IDF regrets the harm to uninvolved individuals and is working to draw lessons from the incident. One of Israel's arguments to Washington is in pressing for more Apaches is the, that the sophisticated attack helicopters may allow for more precision operations against ground targets, given they go after targets in close proximity compared to either mortar fire or missiles launched by fast-moving jets. They shouldn't get a damn dime, but unfortunately, the way it's set up, whatever Israel, when Israel says jump, the U.S. government says how high. It's basically how it is. All right. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Netanyahu and what's he think. What's his, what's in his mind about the Gaza Strip? All right.
focus to some updates coming from the ongoing Israel-Hamas war. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said that the border zone between the Gaza Strip and Egypt should be under Israel's control. And this, as he predicted, the war in Palestinian enclave to last for many months now. The Philadelphia Corridor, or to put it more correctly, the sudden stoppage point of Gaza must be in our hands. It must be shut. It is clear that any other arrangement would not ensure the demilitarization that we seek. Now, vowing to bring home all Israelis is still held hostage in Gaza. Netanyahu said that the military was involved in a complex fight and needed time to achieve its goals. Now, meanwhile, thousands of protesters poured into the streets of Tel Aviv calling for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's ousting. And demonstrators rallied for immediate elections over the management of the ongoing war. Now, fighting on Saturday was focused in Nusairat, Makazi, Khan Yunis, which was backed by intensive airstrikes. And Palestinian health authorities said that the bombardment has killed 165 people and wounded 250 others in Gaza over the past 24 hours. Now, amid the unabated bombing, the Hamas-run health ministry has also expressed fears of famine of more than one. 1.9 million who were displaced people. Now, these people lack basic accommodation, they lack food, water, and medicine. And the United Nations had earlier said that trucks bringing aid from Egypt have delivered some food, water, and medicine, but the quantity of food is just 10% of what is needed for the territory's inhabitants. The, the holding of the of the hostages is indecent and it's inhuman uh, and you know, if, if, I, if there's anything I could do to try to affect it, I wanted to do that, but I also wanted to send a signal to the families that they're not alone. Unfortunately, Israel doesn't care about that. They don't. The Israeli government, I'm sorry. Netanyahu doesn't care about that because uh, the way it is, he needs to have an edge. He needs to have a reason to treat the Palestinians poorly. That is who he is. All right. This is all about his selfish pride and ego. That's what it's about for him. All right. All right. Okay, cool. So, really, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu aims to take full control of the Gaza Strip, Gaza Egypt border zone, arguing that this is the only way to achieve demilitarization of the Palestinian enclave and prevent cross border attacks, speaking at the press conference in Tel Aviv on Saturday as Israel enters its 13th week of war with Hamas, Netanyahu predicted that the war will continue for many more months despite international pressure to end the hostilities. He reiterated that the plans to fully eliminate Hamas and achieve the release of all Israeli hostages, promising to ensure that Gaza no longer poses a threat to Israel and that there will be no element in, in it that finances terrorism. These people are poor, all right? And the, the terrorist organization that you claim to be wanting to get rid of, your government created it. 
Okay. With the help of the CIA. Okay. This is why you see it really isn't pay. It doesn't pay to be in the military because you're not helping. You're not keeping your family, you're protecting your homeland from terrorists. The terrorists are the ones that wear the Brook Brothers suits in Washington. The terrorists are the ones who are making propaganda, making up lies. So you could risk your neck overseas. And don't even get me started on the fact that you signing up for the military increases your chance of being essayed. Okay. And the terrorists are also the ones that work for mainstream media giving out those lies. Okay. Educates its children for terrorism and pays the families of terrorists. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. The Israeli government holds heavily to the Talmud and says anybody who is not of their ethnicity is an animal and a dog. You treat black Jews poorly. You, years ago, there was an Israeli medic who would go from mosque to mosque unaliving Muslims. He even let a poor Arab boy bleed out. They tried to cover the story of him going from mosque to mosque. Okay. They tried to get it covered up, but the, they already made it out to uh, mainstream media. Till this day, that Israeli medic is looked upon as a hero. This was a mass shooter was looked upon as a as a hero, a murderer that was going from mosque to mosque, unaliving Muslims. Because of that Talmud doctrine. And he wants to talk about terrorists. Netanyahu added that there are additional important missions aimed at restoring security in Israeli cities and settlements that fell victim to the devastating Hamas attack on October 7th and facilitating a safe return to for residents. The Philadelphia corridor, or to put it more accurate, more correctly, the southern stoppage point of Gaza must be in our hands. It must be shut. It is clear that any other arrangement will not ensure the demilitarization that we seek, the prime minister said. As prime minister, I have rejected the international pressure aimed at stopping the war before we achieve these goals. Then how you added, he also praised the U.S. approving the supply of additional war material to the Israel Defense Forces, the IDF. Netanyahu did not elaborate on whether he plans to place the enclave on the exclusive Israeli control after years of disengagement following the unilateral withdrawal of Israel's security forces in 2005. However, he repeatedly said he will not allow the Palestinian Authority, which governs the West Bank, but not Gaza, to take charge of the embattled enclave after the war. Netanyahu's statement came days after the South Africa filed, after South Africa filed an appeal before the International Court of Justice, the ICU, in the hall, accusing Israel of committing genocide of the Palestinian population in Gaza. Israel has rejected the accusation as lacking factual and judicial bias, instead blaming Hamas for inflicting suffering on Gazans and accusing the military group of using civilians as human shields. More than 21,600 people have been killed in Gaza since 
Israel began airstrikes and launched a ground invasion in the enclave, according to the Hamas-run government. Israel declared war on Hamas and other Palestinian militants after they attacked southern Israeli cities and killed around 1,200 people and took more than 200 hostages. Dozens of hostages were later released as part of the prisoner swaps during a week-long truce in late November. All right. Well, that's all I got for now. Hope you enjoyed the stream. Any questions you got? Leave it in the comment section. All right. Anything you want to know about this channel? It's in the description box. Once again, I think I said that before. Um, other than that, like, share, comment, and subscribe. Please share this information. All right. Later. Peace.